conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. And we are still coming to you live from the South African Cities Network Urban Fest here in Parktown. Um, again, you can stream it live and you can be a part of uh, the engagements that are taking place over there. Um, it is, it's, it's a beautiful platform to be a part of and to participate in. Uh, the Deputy Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Deputy Minister Tembeng Karimeng, is with us right now. Deputy Minister, thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate it. You just got off stage, delivered an address that opened up uh, the Urban Fest uh, 2022 um, there's a lot of optimism around what is possible for cities and urban areas. Cooperative governance has been seized with um, solving the problem of, um, you know, disasters in cities as a result of climate change. Um, taking a look at how do we relocate people, how do we move space, and uh, how do we uh, think about people, space, and place. Um, and so obviously that's something that you, 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 you've been uh, thinking about for quite a while. Uh, talk to us through that. What, what is the role of cooperative, or cooperative governance as maybe as a starting point in the role of creating cities uh, that are resilient, inclusive, uh, and cities for the future? Thank you very much, and, and good morning to your listeners. Well, I think the greatest role of cooperative governance is to make sure that all the stakeholders bring support packages to our metros and intermediaries in order to try one to assist municipalities with their strength and capacity in the design and development of the areas and the cities that they want to create. For example, uh, human settlements does not just build but support municipalities in a package in terms of trying to change the spatial framework of that particular city, of that particular intermediate city. Uh, the same goes to how National uh, 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 Department of Transport will design and control its road with uh, municipalities uh, 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 giving quite a great deal of uh, 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 availability of land, uh, design and everything that would assist uh, the economic development and the uplifting of those uh, people living in those cities. But critical to our key challenge is how you concluded your discussion in what COCTA is trying to lead in supporting municipalities to be sustainable. None of this development will be able to be realized. We will not be able to create the capabilities and realize the capabilities of cities that is so well endowed if we are not at a municipal level yeah. coordinated. And that is one key responsibility of cocktails. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> municipalities have also become um, politically tumultuous um, over the last five to seven years in the sense that there are constant leadership changes. Um, and oftentimes that does create an intergovernmental crisis. Uh, oftentimes, cooperative governance, many municipalities have been taken under administration by cooperative governance, either at a provincial or national level. Uh, many municipalities, for instance, uh, as the Auditor General tells us, are you know, financially broken. Um, yeah. We can't fix... I, you know, we can't fix problems of sustainability and reimagine a city for the future if we can't get the basics right. And Cocteau has a direct input on getting those basics right. What are we doing wrong there? Well, I guess we designed a system which uh, it's 21 years now. We need, obviously, to review it. But it, local government goes hand-in-hand hand with exactly what happens in our communities. 
it mirrors who we are, it mirrors where we are as a society. It's the only sphere of government that is the closest to the people. You may not see a president, but you may see your mayor once in a week passing by in a car in a village where he was staying. And so it gets to be affected by really what is happening. The tightness of the politics there. I mean, we moved from 2016 elections to the 21 elections with only just 27 uh, 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 hung municipalities to 72 hung municipalities. And as a country, we have not been ready, even parties themselves, politically. And this is a sphere or an area that is beyond what the legislation anticipated our country will be at the time of its uh, uh, formulation. There's a a, a motion of no confidence sitting in a a Gurulun. I'm not sure whether it's done or it's not. It has not yet started, but it is today. It was there in the city of uh, Johannesburg two, three weeks ago. And and, and it was there two weeks ago uh, in Nelson Mandela Bay. So the sustainability of our cities, the majority of our politics can only be what creates manageable and livable cities. And I think that's what COCTA is grappling with, consequence management framework for non-accountability, assisting municipalities with early recovery response warning, financial recovery plans, etc. But you need communities uh, to take charge. Deputy Minister, many of our municipalities are also incapacitated in many ways. Many of them have vacancy rates that are ridiculous uh, to when you think about what it takes to run a city effic- effectively and efficiently. Uh, many of them, for instance, have municipal managers that do not have the qualifications uh, or municipal managers and CFOs that are acting in a position far too long. Um, and that, that, that has become endemic in our municipal uh, um, you know, framework uh, in, in, in many, many you ways. You are very correct. What's Cocta doing to make sure that municipalities are being professionalized? And I I know, I know, and maybe I must say this, maybe I must say this, it's not Cocta's responsibility alone. There's an entire ecosystem and everybody is responsible for some or other thing. But let's speak to specifically what Cocta uh, is is, is imagining its input to be in professionalizing municipalities and uh, governance. Well, we've moved uh, very greatly. If you look into, well, the first thing is, let's look at the finances and municipalities that are unable to attract skills. We are looking in the refunding model. We've tabulated a paper to National Treasure, which seeks to say how best can municipalities, small and rural, can be funded. Because yeah. they don't live up to the ideal of constitutionally what was designed 21 years ago that municipalities or communities must contribute for their livelihood. You know in Kanduli, nobody works, nobody pays for it, and, say, and, and Texas, they, they allocate them for free. So they utilize other yeah. grants to subsidize. So you need a, a different funding bracket for such types of municipalities. We're already uh, hoping yeah. that the budget forum will, will formalize on that, and you will have a twinkling in the number of municipalities which are not financially viable. That is different from municipalities which are most appropriating. There you need law enforcement. Yeah. So we're not replacing corruption with allocation of money. <laughs> that needs to be changed. Second, yeah. Deputy Minister, the, 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 unfortunately we've... 
<laughs> and, okay. and unfortunately we have Some to take a break time. over here let's take a quick break and then you and i will continue right. for a few minutes after this that is the deputy minister of, Co- of cooperative governance Temming Kadimeng. it's 9 it's 10 30 time for your news headlines safm 104 to 107 nationwide leading the conversation I'm still in conversation with the Deputy Minister of Cooperative Governance, Deputy Minister Tembe Nkadime. Uh, just in the last few minutes as we wrap this up, Deputy Minister, you spoke about two important facets. Uh, the first being that there needs to be a relook at how municipalities are being financed to optimize the financing model. That's not to say uh, trying to um, you know, weed out corruption through a financing model. That's the ambit of law enforcement, and that must be pursued. Uh, what would be the second to make our municipalities professional and sustainable financially? Well, well the second part of it is um, when you deal with the first part of the financial backlog in municipalities, then you are able to hire appropriate skills. We now have competency framework for all our municipal managers, CFOs, that COPTA, national and um, provincial are the custodians. And the embassies are in the line of approval for an appointment of a manager at a city level or a director at the municipal level. So it's thing of the past. Um, we still have yes remnants of challenges where in the competency framework candidate A obtained the basic and the municipality would like to motivate versus a competent person. And all those yeah. have been rejected and turned back and they'll be instructed to appoint a person correctly. But we must also applaud our justice system where it has been in support of communities who now are taking municipalities to account on the basis of who they are appointing. The Auditor General, on another hand, is busy issuing material irregularities to councils where such things have happened. So we're seeing a decline in that. In fact, we're seeing a high vacancy rate at municipal level because it is dangerous to work in a municipality. It is difficult to attract in a municipality. But equally, some municipalities are unable to pay at the rate that the market pays. If you are a chartered accountant, the city of Johannesburg will be able to pay you according to the market value. But if you go to Umtata municipality, you are graded level three, and the municipality will pay you 520000 and nobody is able to take such. And that is what our proposal to National Treasury is about. But it has taken us a long day to... What is the proposal? That there must be uniform that there must be uniformity in remuneration to attract talent there must be uniformity a social worker in the department of social development is paid at the entry level are you at an entry level are you at the uh, with experience between this cap and that cap a premier of uh, uh, Gauteng and the premier of northern cape with 1.2 million they are uh, kept you are not punishing the leaders you are punishing the citizens they don't receive the services because of a system of government. So you mm, need to look mm. into the space, the population, the people that census tells you they are unemployed, they are unable to pay for their services. Therefore, give those services to them through the municipality for free. That's what you are doing. And you still need mm. a capable person. What do those municipalities do? They take candidate engineers, right? And a candidate yeah. engineer is not allowed 
to, to do some form of professional authorization in building of the road. Yes. And then they hire a consultant, which is an engineer, to approve. Why pay a candidate en- a- 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 engineer and a consultant instead of hiring one qualified person Professional, using the district yeah, model yeah. to even put him or her one in a district to oversee four locals? If you have got well-capacitated districts, a chartered accountant, an engineer and everything, they can also oversee creating sort of a center of excellence at a district. There are only 44 rather than hiring 257 models. So that's what the president introduced as a district development model. Yeah. Maybe also let's speak about procurement because that is a big issue at municipalities and that's often where things go wrong. What is being fixed as far as procurement are considered at district and municipal levels to be able to make sure that um, services are being delivered but that the right uh, service providers are being appointed to the right projects? Well, that um, just needs consequence management, a framework which has been articulated and sent to all municipalities, councils to be the custodians of their quota reports, who they allocate a tender to, how much is it? MISA, which is our municipal infrastructure support agency, has developed even cost unit of how much will it cost to do a road to guide that tenders are not inflated. And But key to that is the responsibility of the oversight of council and MPEGs, which have been capacitated by both Cocta and Salga to look into this. Here you don't yeah. need talk, you need action. We have got over 450 cases now which have been referred jointly by ourselves and provincial cocktails to SIU and uh, uh, the Hawks. For law to take its course, if you inflate on buying a pen, there's nothing that you need. You just need to be arrested. There's no <laughs> capacity that is needed. Yeah, there's there's yeah. nothing that Minister Lamini Zuma can do to make you not to steal. Yeah. You Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> as much as you can, but yeah. consequences must happen. And that framework is there. And we We're going to have to leave it there, Deputy Minister. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for your time and, and, and for your address to uh, the Urban Fest here this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your time. We continue the show. Give us a call. The number is 86 you can also send me a WhatsApp text on 0614. Well, a WhatsApp voice note. Don't send me a WhatsApp text. Uh, send me a voice note on WhatsApp. 0614 You can also tweet me at Oliver underscore speaking on Twitter. Oliver Dixon on Facebook. Let's take a quick break. In a very short while, we'll be speaking as we continue the conversation here at the uh, SA Cities Network Urban Fest. We'll be speaking in a very, very short while uh, to the CEO of the uh, Gauteng Partnership Fund. Um, I'm looking forward to finding out what the Gauteng Partnership Fund is doing in this space and, 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 and how it impacts um, you know, funding for cities and governance for cities, Lindewe Kwele. We're also going to be speaking uh, shortly thereafter to Danga uh, Mukoko, who is the program manager for well-governed cities uh, at the SA Cities Network. Let's take a quick break on the other side of this. We continue the show.